I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 484 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Actor David A.R. White joins me on the podcast. David is also a screenwriter, producer, and is the co-founder of Pure Flix Entertainment, which specializes in Christian, faith, and family-themed films. David starred in the 2014 smash hit movie God's Not Dead and then starred in and produced both sequels to that film, God's Not Dead 2 and then God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness. He also starred in Faith of Our Fathers, which is a film about veterans from the Vietnam War and the experiences of their families. He's doing very important work, which promotes fatherhood, family, faith. It's all done in a very entertaining way. I'm excited to have him on the podcast here today. David A.R. White will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with David A.R. White was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch today's conversation, please hit me with a subscribe on YouTube, First Class Fatherhood. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. If you guys enjoyed today's interview with David A.R. White, you may want to go back through the archives and check out some of the interviews I've done with other dads who act, in particular Dean Kane. He was here twice on the podcast. He also appeared in God's Not Dead along with David A.R. White. Antonio Sabato Jr. stopped by, as well as Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey, many other acting dads, so please go through the list and check them all out. Make sure you guys are following me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, because I can tell you this right now, the month of June is going to be a banger here on First Class Fatherhood. I have got so many great guests lined up. you got to find out who they are. Follow me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, to see. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please hit me with a rating or review. That always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show to see us celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with actor David A.R. White. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, my pillow has got so much more to offer than just the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. But don't just take my word for it. Here's my wife to tell you her favorite product from MyPillow. Honey, what is it? Well, I love all the MyPillow products, from the robe to the towels. But my absolute favorite, hands-down product, is the MyPillow mattress topper on our king-size bed. I have the best sleep since owning that topper. It's like sleeping at a spa resort, and I can't wait to sleep on it tonight. And I look forward to seeing you there tonight. And let me tell you something right now, guys. Happy wife, happy life. And this mattress topper has been a game-changer for me. That's a guarantee. And speaking of guarantees... All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what are you waiting for? First Class Fatherhood listeners can now save up to 66% off. That's right, up to 66% off your order using my promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit MyPillow.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD to save up to 66% off or use the 800 number. That's 1-800-875-0219, 1-800-875-0219, and your savings will be applied instantly. Visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and save up to 66% off your order at MyPillow. Joining me now, First Class Father, David A.R. White. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Ah, Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, let's kick it off like this here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? Uh, I think I have three. I might have more. No, I I have the... uh, I have two daughters that are eight and 11 and my son is 14. Very cool. What kind of sports or activities are they all into? Uh, my son actually is in uh, a, 
uh, Kenny Smith's basketball club, which is really cool. Aim high. And then, um, and my daughters are into dance, and then they've also acted in some of our movies as well. Very cool. David, if you could just take a minute here to hit my listeners a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm from Dodge City, Kansas, and um, I moved to Los Angeles when I was 19. I did, uh, I was on that uh, hitch television show with Burt Reynolds called Evening Shade uh, for four years. And um, and then I went into producing in my late 20s. Um, there was really no faith-based labels or, or even genres at the time and, and, um, and just started that process, did our first feature in 99 and then uh, created Pure Flix in 2005 with my, my partners. And, um, and then in 2015, we did the SVOD, pureflix.com. Um, and, uh, and, in, and actually last year, we just um, partnered with Sony on that. So, yeah, that's what kind of what we've been doing. And then our big movie uh, was called God's Not Dead, which that kind of set us up for in 2014. And it became the number one independent live action movie of that year and went on to to gross. It's like the sixth most profitable movie in cinema history based on its ROI. So that was our breakthrough finally. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, I'm going to get back to that faith-based stuff in just a second here. But I wanted to ask you about how old were you then, David, when you first became a father and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Yeah, uh, 36 was my first uh, first child. So, <laughs> you know, I think I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I'd like to say that people don't really know what they're getting themselves into, and the idea of it, you know, seems really daunting before you actually have kids, and you never know exactly how in the world you're going to sort it all out. But you really do. You rise to the occasion, and and um, and in the process, you you learn to love your children more and more. And they, uh, they're the most special things in your life. Yeah, very well said. And, and then getting right there, what you said about faith-based movies. I, I talk on my show all the time about the fatherless crisis that we have going on in our country. We got oh. so many kids are growing up without a father or a father figure in their life. And it's having a devastating effect on our society. And you combine that with the fact that God has been removed uh, from so much of our society. I think if we piece those two things together, strengthen the family units and bring God back into focus, I think the majority of the issues we're seeing would start to uh, evaporate quickly here. Yeah, no no kidding. I mean, I, you know, there's no doubt about it. Spending time with your kids is like, is I think just so key. And, um, and, and also the people that they hang out with that you get to know through, you know, through whether the drop-off pickups, like all the car time you get to spend with them, um, you never get that time back once it's gone and it goes quick. Um, you know, so enjoy it if you have the opportunity to, no doubt. Yeah, I think I think a big part of that too, David, is 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 a lot of the culture that we see. A lot of the a lot of times we see a dad portrayed on TV or in a movie. Uh, if he if he's a dad, he's always got his head down. He's never getting laid. He's never having any fun. And the single guy is always sleeping around, having adventures. And it always makes it look as if like that's what you should aspire to be. And it kind of looks down a little bit on the fatherhood role. That's why I love the fact that you have these family focused based movies. I think our culture needs so much more of that. Yeah. No. I'm. Thank you. I. I um. It is kind of funny how, you know, um, the, in sitcoms, the dad is always the kind of the, the butt of the joke. And, and, uh, and I've done, you know, you know I've done that in, in Malibu Dan, the family man, ironically, um, uh, because it's funny to laugh at the dad. And you can kind of get away with that. And I don't know, you know, at what point in time that kind of became the, you, you know, the strong fathers are, 
Um, very, you don't see it a lot in cinema until the end of the wrap up of the movie. Hopefully, they come around and they, you know, they've learned their lesson and whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, we we're actually trying to change that. We're we're doing a movie by um, uh, based on a best selling book by Meg Meeker called "Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters," and um, and it talks about just the the ways that you can you know instill that. Um, Oh, just the teaching in your kids and how important that is with that time spent with them. Yeah, very cool. And on that, David, what what are the top values that you hope to instill in your kids growing up? I mean, first, I think it's always, you, you know, it's their faith, their personal faith with uh, with God, the, you know, faith and then family. How important that time is as a family to, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, um, whether you're divorced, whether you're still married or whatever you're going through, just still spend that time together. And with that, create some amazing memories. And then and then from there, their their interests, you know, uh, school, obviously, I think school has to fall in between there. Do that first, third, and then and then their interests after that. Yeah, very cool. And then how about as far as uh, discipline goes here, David, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I, I, you know, I grew up in, in the seventies and so, you know, the, the disciplinary, you know, my dad used to have a belt and it would take it out whenever he needed, he needed to. And, and I mean, you know, you lined up and you knew, you knew the, the strength of your father at the, you know, and I think that that has been lost, you know, this idea that spanking your children is, is, I'm sorry to say it, you know, I know that's politically incorrect, but is is obviously you don't raise your hand to your kid in and that's such a you know what i I'll, I'll just avoid that whole process but but i think it's important that their kids know that from the father down is the 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 rules of the house and how and they have to obey those things and if they don't then they get their media taken away or you know in in different steps to discipline them and uh and i'm thankful that my kids i'm you know my kids are not perfect by any means but they've I think by constantly doing that and instilling that in them, they learn to take a, they learn to do chores and chore money is so important too. by paying them something every week. They are earning something and they're actually getting, you know, money. And then they have an idea. And then so so you go to the store, they don't buy whatever they want to buy. They have to actually like earn it and then and do it that way. And that's really hard in our society because it's. At times, as parents, we're exhausted and we just want to go, you know what, whatever you want, just take it, just stop crying, do, you know, whatever. But um, I think that's so important is chores and, and even getting and chore money for that, for working. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. And I, I agree with you there. I was one of the kids that grew up with, like, just wait till your father gets home. And it was always that, that threat, like, you'd be like, oh, man, I really messed up now. And, and I think there's obviously a big difference, David, between beating a child and yeah. spanking a child. And I, I know it's gotten so blown and people are even afraid to talk about it. And I think like when you said the chores and creating, teaching the kids to create value uh, is something that's important. But we have this uh, every kid gets a trophy philosophy that has been a colossal failure in our culture. And when you combine that with no discipline from the father or not having a father figure in your life, now you've got kids out there running, breaking windows, rioting, doing all this stuff. And they feel like there's no consequence for anything. And then they, they feel as if they're entitled to stuff because they've been given everything in their life. And I, th I think we're doing them a lot of a, a disservice by disservice. doing this. Yeah. No. And I mean, and that's another thing that I think sports are so good, so good for them is because they go to a practice when they don't want to go to a practice at times. Sometimes, obviously, you know, my son loves to go to practice and then other times he really doesn't want to go. He wants to veg out, you know, 
after a long day at school and everything else is going through. But but the importance of those practices in my daughters are in soccer and, you know, is just to get them to to learn uh, structure and then also to give it their all. And no matter what happens, whether or not you win or lose, I know this is, a you know, another tricky thing. Uh, is that you just do your best. And I think at the end of the day, do your best, but give it your all. Yeah, I agree with you there. And then uh, you have right now the uh, the finding love in quarantine. I know that that's uh, going on right now. Uh, what, what's the takeaway from that? What was the genesis of that? And uh, what's been the reaction so far from it? Yeah, finding love in quarantine. I mean, we started this, we started shooting this last April. So, you know, right in the middle of the pandemic, right in the middle of chaos and, and not knowing what in the world was going on, um, my business partner had said, listen, why don't you guys and, and, and the director, Matt Shapira, came and said, let's make a movie. I mean, the, the only thing I could do was do it from my house with my daughter. And so we started this idea out, you know, and, and it's one of the things I think that the pandemic really did well for us is that is the time that you didn't spend with your children. Like it caused people to stay home and it caused, you know, to all of a sudden you were, you know, in, in the movie, obviously he's on, you know, he's grounded from his flights. He can't travel. He was always traveling. So now here he is home with his daughter and trying to trying to sort that through. And of course, with homeschooling and that whole thing, you know, or, or you know, um, Zoom school. Uh, and in the process of it, he starts to date. And Eva LaRue comes in and, and you know, they meet online and he does this blog that, uh that he doesn't really know what to say and he just takes that first step forward because he needs a job and this is his outlet to doing that and in the process he meets Eva LaRue's character and he finds love in quarantine and you know and it, it wraps itself up really nice so Tom Arnold's in that too it's a it's a funny movie with Stacey Dash a whole bunch of people that ended up coming but but the genesis of it how we started was weird because we shot like two days every week you know, and then it kept going until finally we were able to just go outside and, and go get other characters. Yeah, and I do hear that uh, a lot, David, about a recurring theme about how families have been able to spend a lot more time. It's been that silver lining through the pandemic that we kind of got a chance to reevaluate what our priorities are and we got to spend a lot more time. So hopefully that helps to strengthen so many families in the country. And I, and I know right now a big thing, obviously, is the cancel culture that we're seeing. And I know you had the movie Unplanned. I had uh, Alexander Kane. I had him on the podcast here when that came out. Um, so wh- how has that been for you? Ha- you faced any of this and difficulty in getting the movies out there? Do you get any of that backlash? Is this a real thing that's going on? What's been your experience with this? Yeah, I mean, you know, PureFlix, we've distributed uh, theatricals and Unplanned was one of those. Um, we didn't make that film, but we were, you know, uh, behind the message to it. Um, we put out Hillary's America. We put out, you know, um, Dinesh D'Souza's last one. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, from from the God's Not Dead movies all the way through. So there's a whole lot of different type of films. And then you have the family films. Um fortunately for us, years and years ago, I had that dream to do to uh, me and, and my business partners to start a distribution company because the problem was is studios were blocking this kind of content from coming in and they didn't want it. They didn't understand it. And what happened was, is in the early 2000s, as they as we started putting this stuff out and then we took that that power back basically to distribute these, it allowed us the freedom to not, you know, um, have to go through a studio system on what you could and you couldn't make. And obviously they're corporate owned, so they have, you know, they have their own dilemmas going on and, and it just allowed us freedom. And so fortunately for us, 
we've been able to be pretty free in putting material out. Um, now the studios all have faith divisions, ironically, is they realize that, wow, there's 150 million people that go to church once a week or, you know, did before the pandemic. Uh, and uh, and there's a whole market for that. And we should we should get into it. And so that's been really exciting to see how the faith based uh, community and even the market has grown and and the studios now corporately owned or not, they're they're trying to work within, you know, trying to serve that audience as well. Yeah, I definitely think our country needs it so much more now than ever. So uh, props to you for what you're doing and the message that you're bringing. You mentioned Dinesh D'Souza. I had him on the podcast here as well. And and I know that I, I usually get that that blowback whenever I have um, guys that, that are right-leaning or have conservative uh, views. I always get hammered on social media and it always seems to go one way. And it's, it's unfortunate that it is that way. But there is a large market, like you said, of people that are interested in the content. So it's a shame that they try to, you know, just promote one view and knock the other one down. And I think it usually it has to do, like I said, to go, it all goes back to the family for me. I really think that if we could just strengthen up our family units here, uh, I, I think no matter what side of the aisle you're on, I think just as a dad, as a family man, we all want the same things. We're all so much more alike than we are different. And yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing is like faith. What does faith play in, in people's, you know, it, it's it's different in everybody's and everybody's world. You know, it's there. But ultimately, I think it's the connection of humanity and and how in the world do we connect with each other? And, you know, Christ's teaching was all about love, love your love, your neighbor as yourself. Well, if we could just love each other and stop yelling at each other and listen to each other, we could get a lot more done. Our, our, you know, we wouldn't have this massive clash going on at all times. You know, it's my way or the highway. Like like we need to come together and we need to, you know, work together. Yeah, and, and, and it rings true because I've had dads here of all faiths, uh, Muslim dads, Jewish dads, Christian dads, and they all have that same values that they're hoping to instill in their kids. So like I say, it connects us. Uh, we're all much more alike than we are different. So uh, what, yeah. David, what kind of projects are you working on here that are coming up? What could we be looking forward to that you guys are pumping out soon? Yeah, we have a couple of them. Um, uh, we are just finishing. I'm actually going to D.C. next week to shoot to finish our the, the latest installment in the in the God's Not Dead movie. And uh, and so that comes out in theaters in October. That's uh, the fourth one then, right? Yeah, it's called God's Not Dead, We the People. And um, and it really it's like uh, I don't know if you remember that great Jimmy Stewart movie called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Of course. Yeah. But it's it, it's basically it, it it's come it's off of that. And so um, so we have that coming out. And then in January, we release the best selling uh, faith based women's book of all time, Redeeming Love. And uh, that's a big movie that was um, DJ Caruso, who did the triple X movies and and um, Disturbia and, and Eagle Eye and all these other ones. Really, his 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 wife and him love this book. And they came in and, and we made a pretty big movie that uh, Universal's uh, releasing with us. So, yeah, we're always busy. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. Looking forward to it, David. Last thing I want to hit you with here. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Uh, <laughs> that's great. I'd say give yourself a break. It's going to be hard at the beginning when you're not getting any sleep and you're going to be frustrated. And, uh, you know, and at times you're going to be like, why in the world did I do this? But that that human being, your son or your daughter, will become the most important person in your life. And they will be your friends and your family members till you pass into the next realm of existence. And uh, so give yourself a break and just go with it. And you're not always going to be perfect. And it's okay.
Yeah, very well said. I love the message. Uh, this has been an honor for me. I got to say, uh, David A.R. White, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks, brother. God bless you, man. Back to wrap things up here at First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to David A.R. White for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lease because I'm telling you guys, the month of June is going to be off the charts. I have got some incredible guests lined up for you guys. I can't wait uh, to drop all these exciting interviews that I've done here on you guys. You're going to love it. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lease to find out who they are. If you enjoy this podcast, please hit me with that rating and review. It always helps me out. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings.